Loud and Proud Champods, brought to you by Ardy Credit Union, Smiths of Drogheda, Lally's Electrical and Playerfit. Episode 252 of the Loud and Proud Podcast is the power spanking. It's a damn squib. It's been a funny rollercoaster of a weekend. Relegation, safety, penalty shootouts and thrilling drama right at the end of weekends of Championship action. No Monday Night Football this week, but first, Oasis. Yes, no Monday Night Football podcast this weekend, so you're going to have, I'll probably put out the uh, Red Stars and the power rankings for the senior championship and I have a few tweaks I have a few tweaks to make I'm gonna oh, there's a lot of groveling in this podcast you're gonna hear that now in the next 15 10 15 minutes or so talking about the weekend but yeah I'll get them out early on in the weekend they'll also be including my picks for the the four quarterfinals in the senior championship I, I did a bit on LMFM you might have heard that today or maybe David Sheaton might have pulled it out you can listen back but I've made me picks there I'll be going into depth in the Power Rankings podcast of all teams' chances and ranking them from 1 to 8. But what the hell do I know? After today, an absolute massive humbling. Uh, I'll get into it during the week in my in my predictions. And As I still have you, send in your red stars as well. But I think we have a few clear candidates. But yeah, Intermediate Championship just began... Um, in RD and finished in Talonstown. So it was a nice little triangle there between RD, Talonstown and Darver in between. So look at Roach, Kilcarely and the Rahalis advanced. And uh, yeah, let's just say they weren't at the top of my power rankings. Let's just put it mildly. And having to, having to run by the whole uh, Roach panel to, <laughs> to do an interview with Barry O'Hare after the game for Clubber. That was that was a that was a humbling experience, I have to say. Um, a lot of people shouting the number eight at me, and not because I used to wear number eight. It was because, yeah, I roach ranked, lowly roached, ranked number eight, and Hunterstown let me down badly. But yeah, I wish all them boys actually that were shouting eight had me subscribed to the podcast. I think they if they want a motivation, another motivation podcast or spiel or listening, they'll have to sign up for the next one. Uh, but yeah, war gets out fairly quickly when a team wins, but you put yourself out there for. But as I said, if you did listen and if you did subscribe, I would have went through all my algorithm in terms of the form, the look of the teams, the hunger factor, how lucky teams were, the jerseys, the roots, the managements, the mini edges, the time and the depth. Loads of things go into it and consideration, but I may have forgotten my gut. And that's tweaked for the senior. Luckily, I do not have that pre-recorded already. But yeah, a very fine line in, in the eight, and a very fine line in the last game of the day. But the first two, it was it was nearly just a mental result in that absolutely everything Roach touched turned to gold today. They were absolutely incredible. They brought all what we thought they would bring to this championship in one sixty-minute nutshell, and just blew Huddersfield away. Um, it's amazing like Hunterstown only lose one game and they're out and Roach that was the first game they won and they're in the semi-final that just shows you how poised it is that just shows a knockout championship football does that's what the blanket does it brings 
the best out of teams and it brings out the worst in teams as well unfortunately for Hunterstown just couldn't get going right, Ryan Bourne's hitting 5 points um, James Rogers got two second half points. They tried to go for goal, probably a little bit too early. Didn't have Ryan Ward on early enough, maybe either, to have that. that he caused a bit of havoc when he did come in. But by that stage, the game was cooked. The game was over. Uh, Mark Bourne, Glenn Stewart, gets goals in the first half. But it was all topped off by Barry O'Hare's just brilliance. And then just the way they played, they had the lead, they could control things. Dee Riley's probably only blot on the game, missing two uh, sitters. And, well, two clear-cut chances, maybe not sitters, maybe one of them was. But yeah, they they just just had way too much for Hunterstown on the day. And unfortunately, it's, it's, it's pro- it was very similar to the Feckins result. Town suffered already seems to be a graveyard for them um, in the championship uh, exits and yeah it just wasn't to be and I'll get into that further in my uh, in my red stars I want to just save that for people to sign up and listen but yeah intriguing listening there and then in direct contrast I know it's a heavy defeat for Stabannon against Kilcarely but they can hold on to that a little bit it's, the season ended it's the first championship loss in Loud in two years um, since the last junior 2021 um, and they they will feel maybe they total beat them in the group stage if someone let me know did they beat them in 2022 in the group stage and total beat them or they beat total down subsequently my mind's playing tricks me. It's a lot been a long day, and Jesus, lucky it wasn't four days, uh, four games today. But yeah, it's the ball in that building, and I mentioned in the preview in the the power rankings that look, this is going to be the first battle hardened intermediate team to face. I know people say, oh, we've rolled through intermediate team. Yeah, but they've only come up either. They've only they've learned their chops from that loss against the Bannon as well. They've only won junior recently. Glenn Emmett's only won junior recently. They're still the two of them are still finding their feet. Roach obviously finding that bit a little bit quicker than Glenn Emmett's are, and they're going to bound on for that. But they still had to learn from it too. But it was a case of the Bannon getting their eyes opened. You know, they'll have to tweak a couple of things in the off-season. They do, obviously, we know there's, there's an inbook of players coming in. But the players that are there, they're going to have to step up again because you just see Kilcarely, like, on the wings is where it was going to be won. And obviously, there'll be a lot of Red Stars talk but talk about about those flank players, players on the side, down, outside the spine. Um, that's the Bannon uh suffered at the hands of but then you have to remember Stamanon are missing a lot of players as well to add to an extra Sean Hapney Derek Crilly you know but Fidda Brady 18 minute goal just cuts through gets a score um, Harry Butley's doing sterling service with freeze he gets all their scores today that's another factor that I have to look at um, it is right yeah it is yeah. Yeah, I think he got all nine. Yeah, I think he got all nine, Harry. Yeah, nearly certain. Five in the first half and two from play one in either half. But by the half time, four, seven to five, they were down. And um, Kieran Morta gets a great goal. He comes in, this just shows the depth to have Sean Hand come in today. He got a point in after it. And then Michal uh, Begley came in, gets the tour goal, really good, really good goal. And then Fionn comes, he just puts the game completely to bed. In a ruthless fashion, making four seven to five. 
Harry tries again in the second half to get things going, but um, Tyke just completely kills the game off. And then after that, was just kind of running the bench, fragmented play. But Stamano was still trying, where they weren't shell shocked, they were still game, they were still learning, they were still had that novelty about them. Whereas Hunter's Town kind of they tried, but the, the game wasn't, it just wasn't there for them. They just didn't seem to come back into it at all or spark any sort of revival whereas the man were still trying they knew where they were I suppose that kind of novelty but still losing by 17 points in a championship match is a heavy defeat to take but psychologically I think it will actually do the man in the world of good where the Alderstown loss will be rather will, will be felt for a while you feel but then yeah massive wins for both Emmets Kilcarely and Roach the draw is Monday night Tonight, maybe for listening on the Monday commute, and oh, it's too se- like you have two serious teams. Um, Kevin Riley actually said to me that I I talked talked about throwing out the league form, maybe for the group stage. But you look now, two teams at the top of Division Two, Division One team in the Ratleys made their way through, and then you either have a Division One team in the Mahonies or the Kevins, who are at the top top end of Division Two that could come into the fourth place that they're playing next Sunday um, in the in where is that game actually that is in the Gales in the Ramparts okay at one o'clock next Sunday so massive game there but massive uh, surge of games and ending to that game because you kind of felt right you had two real one-sided games and you're a bit deflated and it's a wet day and it's miserable and you're just getting wet all day and then you go on the top of Shane Cunningham's cheap again and you're in Tannistown and there's a real tight feel good atmosphere two evenly matched sides going at it a lot of history a lot of baggage within the groups individual groups and then it's just nip and tuck. It was one, there were level one, two, three, four, five, six times in the first half. Ben Rogan gives the Ratleys the lead for the first time in the game in the twenty-third minute. Um, they're level then twice. Then after upon the resumption, then really well worked goal. Killian Curran gives it to Kyle. Thought he was going to score, hand pass the ball over the bar. Finds. Ben Rogan, who else at the back, post the palm it in. one ten to 10 you kind of felt that's a bit. The goal was going to decide this game. But my God, did uh, the clan show spirit. They hit six of the next seven points to lead by two. They scored four in a row, actually. Uh, Sean O'Hanlon got a super score. Billy notched over a free, his only score. Uh, Nooner off a short free kick in the centre and... Paul Crew as well. They just looked in this sort ascendancy then. Then Blackheart hits right after that point. Robbie Curran gets Blackheart, who had an incredible game. Incredible uh, point taken in the first half, especially. Plays kicking. Incredible free in, in my Instagram, if, if you see it on the narrow corner, the left corner. Then Emma King kicks over a point to get the revival going. And the Rattleys come with a massive surge at the end, a match winning surge of four points in the finish. Emma King, Rory Moore. Class score, Ben Rogan and Owen Moore comes up trumps in the finish to give them a one fifteen to sixteen point win. Kyle McElroy excellent as well. Um, loads of Red Star nominees coming from that game and nearly from the two sides because it was such a pulsating encounter. Um, they they go on like the separation anxiety. That's the word I was looking for. 
it was slippy, they slided, they had to adjust, it was just frantic, the ball, every ball was four for, just class, class match, really good end, and ended to a good week as Monday began with Fergie Malone swinging it over to level the game for Cooley to see them advance, so that sets up next weekend, right, so I think the semi-finals will be in two weeks' time of the intermediate, the junior probably two weekends time as well, so the double up and down, but we still have... Lloyd going to take on Lanlear. I thought I'm looking for Lanlear maybe. Uh, but Lloyd, Jesus, that was that was serious drama. Forget about Patrick Keelty in the late late show. The late drama and theatrics was in Clotterhead. Both sides won won the downhill slope with the wind with them six one. That meant it was seven all Conchian levels up, which shows real nerves to level was four three to make, bring it to extra time. <coughs> Neither side could score an extra time, although at the very end, Niall Sharkey had two booming efforts from long range. One that smacked off that crossbar. I think that was the crossbar that was bo- broken a couple of years ago. Because right back out, bounces nearly back out to the middle of the D. Works his way back out to Sharkey. You think he's going to bang it over and settle the nerves and give us no penalties. But it goes wide and we have penalties. And then... More drama. The first five sets, the first five set of penalties were all scored. Really good penalties. Then Niall Sharkey blazes over the bar and Con Sheehan, the hero in normal time, cruelly misses his. He does the exact same as Niall Sharkey. Blazes over the bar. If you don't believe me, check me Instagram. That's all up there. And then both sides scored. I think it was um, Tyg Downey scores and. Fergal Keller, I think, as well. But Alan Kirk scores. Then, uh, is it Killian Scott? Killian Scott scores. And then it's uh, David Brennan. That's the nice Hayden Quinn, who got a hat-trick the week earlier for Draw the, draw the Boys. Or Draw the United, I think, in the Lancet Senior League. And just cruelly. And, like, to be fair to, to David Brennan, he, he does the job. Such a good servant for Clyde. Gets his real heroic moment, and deservedly so. But cruel for the Knicks, because they, after all, handed the, the olive branch. Clyde Rangers talking, but even on the night, the Knicks played some really good football. They, they came with a plan. They stifled players without even suspended players. Ryan Farrell was away as well. He had an excellent season. He was away for the Knicks as well. They battled out, but the spirit of Clyde again. Just can't be beaten. Can't be put away. They're still there. They're still lingering there. Might be blearily, but they're still there in the hunt. And Lanier will be worried, and they will be tested. That game is on this Saturday in Stabannon, so that's going to be a class match as well. And it'll do, it'll do it in the world of good as well. That win for Light. You know, another game under the belts. Another what was that? Between sixty minutes of football uh, and half an hour by the time the extra time and penalties finished up. So serious going, and the recovery will be easy this week. And won't be flogged too much by by Peter Duffy or uh, Nutzer or, or Noon, Paul Noon. So they can really, really gee themselves up now for a crack, and then you're in the semi-finals. So you never know. You just never know. I'll be there covering anyway. Um, that's going to be a class game, like I said. And then just to round things off, you two relegation, you'd size a relief. In Cullen and neighbouring Tully Allen on Friday and Saturday nights as they got over the Irelanders and the O'Connells. The O'Connells perennially 
awkward and hard to beat. And nearly had it. Nearly beat Mark. But only for Liam Flynn came good. Mark led for the first time deep into 60 minute, And then it was a really, really accomplished display by Conor Grimes. He led his charges over the line against the Ireland. And the Ireland and the O'Connell. That's going to be a hell of a game. That game is this Sunday. 6 o'clock in Darver. That's going to be a real, real like... The Irish won't want to go down back down to junior and O'Connell certainly don't want to be junior either. Um and and then you throw in all the senior action that are gonna be building up during the week. Like you, it's lovely that the four games are spread out over the whole weekend. So Friday night Cooley begin with a game in the clans, half seven against the dreadnoughts. Team at top the table. Careful what you wish for. Look at the two teams at top the table in the groups. Uh Hunterstown and Actually, the clans topped the group as well, didn't it? Three teams who topped the group beaten. So, yeah, the Dreadnoughts take on Cooley anyway. And then you have Ardy and the Joes. That's Saturday at 6 o'clock in Darver. You have the game on at 4 o'clock in Stabana just beforehand between Glyden and Lear. That's in the junior quarterfinal. And then you have the Pats and the Moctis. That's going to be a hell of a match, a ding-dong battle in Dowdles Hill. Um, there's such history between the two sides and at one o'clock early in the day the Matinees and the Kevins in the Ramparts and then the relegation final then Monday Night Football is back the Martins are back they sell out again Darver that game might be delayed as well it's down for half seven to take on the Geraldines who have owned Darver this season they've played so well there uh, obviously they lost the first game against Clark but getting the Feckins they played really well in that loss against uh, the Dreadnoughts, but still, yeah, they will, they'll be looking to spring an ambush on the Martins as well. I will have all that stuff, all that thing, all them games previewed and picked um, for you, the seven games for next weekend. Thank you very much for listening. And just finally as well, I just want to say uh, my condolences to the Sheridan family, Imelda, um, late wife of Pat Toner, um, so that's very sad news. Um, to, to like you know, massive loud, loud gales, loud families there, and then Kevin Boylan as well. Talk about putting it in for your club and doing it on and off the field for the Kevins. Uh, massive loss there to the community as well, and then uh, finally, and Peter O'Connor also. Um, Minute silence impeccably uh, observed over the whole um, three day, three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah, massive uh, empathy out there across the county and great stories about those three wonderful people that passed on. Right, I'm away. That's episode 252. Massive wins, massive humbling, massive grobbling um, and more to come. In the next couple of weeks, we have real championship football, real feel to it today. Even in the big losses and in the narrow wins and in the penalty shootouts, we have uh, four weekends left. Big weekend, the quarterfinal action to come. I'll be previewing all that. Red Stars as well. Thanks very much for listening. Really appreciate it. Really love all the slagging as well. Um, too. That's what you get for putting your name out there. Thanks very much for listening. To the Loud and Proud podcast, I'll chat to you during the week. Please sign up, patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. If you don't even, i for entertainment, for motivational circumstances. I call uh, every single member of the, the, let me see, there's 30 down here on this road panel. Right, good luck, bye bye.
Loud and Proud Champods, brought to you by Ardy Credit Union, Smiths of Drogheda, Lally's Electrical and Player Fit.